Somebody, let's give that unto the Lord tonight. Oh, isn't he a great God, a mighty God, the bishop of our soul. He was the only one by his blood and his blood alone. And without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. Thank God for the blood of Jesus tonight. Lord bless you. And you may be seated. You know where we're going. Psalms 125. And uh, thank you so much. Appreciate each and every one of you. Thank God, Brother Barry and uh, the instrument players, the singers, and each one of you comes to take a part, amen, of this service to worship the Lord, to magnify the Lord, and to seek out the hand of God. Amen. We want the hand of God, the favor of God upon our lives. And as you and I join together as a body of believers, come together in one place. This is where you and I can expect to explode. This is a place, amen, as we come together in the house and join together. Amen. And that common denominator being Jesus Christ and, and the Holy Ghost that unites us and bonds us together. Amen. To accomplish and achieve even on a Wednesday night like this. You didn't let the weather, amen, hinder you from coming or nothing else. But you, you made your way. And God's been good to us, hasn't it? Anybody enjoy, enjoy Sunday? We had some beautiful, two beautiful services the Lord blessed us with. Amen. And so we're hoping somewhere down the road... Uh, He's pretty tied up right now, and uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Amen. Uh, I know a God can untie him. He don't know that. <laughs> he may call me. He say, hey, brother, I'll never. I said, really? I wonder why. <laughs> I want that man anyway. Anyway, well, God's, God's, God's business, it's, it's God's business. It really is. It's not mine. It's not yours. Amen. God's business is our business. Souls is our business. Amen. People. Amen. Humanity. We thank you, appreciate you so much, amen. And we are, we're living in a very chaotic, uncertain hour and day and generation. What a time for the church. I told him in the Bible study this afternoon, amen. What a time for the church to shine. What a time, amen, for the church to, to be the church. Hallelujah, regardless how dark the surrounding comes around us, you can light one candle and the effect that one candle can make in the the darker it is, the greater the effect and the illuminating of that one candle can make. And you know what? God didn't fill us with the Holy Ghost to put us under a bushel or hide us in a corner. Amen. And so we're not interested in hiding in corners or nothing like that. We know what we experienced. Hallelujah. And we thank God for it tonight. Amen. I'm persuaded. To, as Paul said, I am persuaded that he's able to keep a man to the end of this journey. Becoming a finished product of the mercy and grace of God Almighty. It's not by our own powers or minds or talents. It's got us where we at. It's the goodness and grace and mercy and obedience unto the Holy Ghost. Obedience unto the word of God. Amen. I know we're living in a generation that's kind of took the word of God and set it to the side. And feel like, well, we're we working it out in our own theories and ideas and opinions. And, you know, people can get on side roads. And there's so much out there and so many different um, elements, amen, especially when you start talking about drugs and things of that nature and get people so messed up and so far out there and make them believe that they're hearing from God and doing things of God, but I'm glad for the word tonight. I'm glad in that word that we can do things decent in order. I'm glad we can do it in a manner and a way that God just didn't leave it all wide open, but man, he set up some boundaries and, and some direction, amen, and we can stay in that order to accomplish things and achieve things, you know. You got to set things up in order sometimes to get 
get something done. <laughs> Amen. Everybody can't go out there and just play whatever song they want to play and sing whatever song they want to sing. No, we got to come here and get together and all get on one song. Drum player, the guitar players, the, the piano players, organ players, hallelujah. Amen. And everybody's got to get in that one song. I'm glad I want to get in the Holy Ghost tonight. Heartbeat of the Holy Ghost, the mind of God on this Wednesday night. Amen. He can speak into our spirits and speak into our hearts. And before we do this, this is, this is uh, it brought to my attention. I'm not real sure just how to do this, but uh, some of you know that we've started, you know, on the kind of airways, I guess you say, through uh, Josh Clark. I can tell you more about that. But anyway, we got people that's tapping into our services, and, and it, I think it would be good. Brother Nathan Buford mentioned this to us about we ought to pray over this. Ask God to bless it, anoint it. You just never know who it may be reaching out to even tonight. Amen. And, and you never know the condition they're in, the situations they're facing, and what they may be prone to do. And then all of a sudden, God, amen. And God's the one that can keep the king up wringing his hands all night or let the man go to sleep. <laughs> amen. God's the one that can direct him. Amen. I don't believe in chance. I believe God. If we'll let God, God will work. And God will work in measures and means and ways, amen, to touch their hearts and minds and spirit. To, hallelujah. That they may get have the opportunity to tune in and to hear and to feel something. It's it not, You know, I understand the hearing. I really do. And I believe in that. You know, faith coming by hearing, hearing what the word of God. But yet, you know, the feel this God. It's not just something we talk about. It's not just something that's drummed up by our own powers and means. No, this thing comes out of heaven. It came out of that upper room and it's alive and well and on the move tonight. Pentecost and apostolic and things of people with faith. You got to believe. If you believe, you know what? Uh, I'm going to say this. Don't take it wrong, but you don't even have to be an apostolic. But if you believe God and you begin to call out to him, guess what? God's going to show up. Before it's over with, you're going to become an apostolic because what we mean by that following the apostles doctrine amen there's a doctrine you got to follow there's something you got to get under you and in you amen to sustain you and supply your needs and keep you amen when the winds are blowing and the rain's pounding down on you and the lightnings are flashing in your eyes amen I still got to have something that's going to sustain me and hold me and see me through this storm and see me through this circumstance and situation and so you know you never know that who we may be reaching out there through some of this and that may be on the verge of doing something they ought not to do. Amen. And God God's mercy and grace uh, looks into their hearts and realize where they're at. And, and all of a sudden, they just happen to turn that phone or that whatever, amen, to the right place. And, and they cure and feel the love of God, the power of God. And, and there's many messages. It's, it's on that already. They put many of Brother McCain's and others, uh, hallelujah, out there for them to have an opportunity to hear and cure the word of God. So you know what? I think it'd be a good thing for let's just stand together. Ask God to anoint it and bless it. <laughs> Amen. I could go back and pour oil all over all that, but they may not like that. <laughs> Praise God. No, we won't do that. But we're just going to ask God to do it. Amen. And, and, and to anoint, it's God's business. We're in this soul-winning business. We're in life-changing and life-touching business. Amen. We want people to be moved and touched. That's, that's what this, this thing is all about. That's what in the starting of service, what he's talking about. Being apostolic and, and seeing because I'm going to tell you, we need God. Oh God. Amen. The last few weeks I probably prayed this more than I've ever had. God, we desperately need you. You're, you're touching our lives. You're, you're to order our footsteps. Help us do things and make the timing count and everything about it. It's really about you anyway. So why don't you join with us and let's pray and ask God to anoint 
tonight. Amen. That outreach tonight. God, we love you tonight. We appreciate you. We're so thankful for your mercy, your grace, and your compassion. We're praying for your anointing, God. Every, every resource and every area that we go. But God, we ask you to bless this resource. Amen. As it goes out on the highways and the byways, we know it's through technology. But God, it be in a manner and a way where your favor and blessings upon it and anointing upon it, God, that it can find the hearts and the souls and the lives that possibly there'd have been no other way. But amen, all of a sudden they turn on their phones or whatever means, amen, and they found and, and could hear the word of God. You're the one that can orchestrate it. You're the one that can put it into action and, and motion. You're the one, amen, and you can even dispatch angels. God, to instruct them. Hallelujah, as you instruct it, amen. Hallelujah, Cornelius, and what to do. And so God, we ask you in the name of Jesus Christ, it's not by our power and might, but it's your grace and mercy and power of your spirit that goes in the highways and the byways. Instead of just letting the prince of the air, the devil have his way, there'd be another force, another power called in the name of Jesus Christ. And the option, the anointing of the Holy Ghost, it would flow out of this body of believers. You promise in the word of God that we have the power as a church, as representatives of your name and your authority, God. We bind up the weapons that form together, but loose the powers of heaven. Loose the powers of your gospel. Loose the power of your promises upon the airways, God, and the hearts and the souls and minds that are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. You do it, God. All the praise and glory and honor be lifted to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Praise God. You just never know. The word said, cast his word on the waters. They won't come back void. Man, so we're casting it out on the waters. And uh, God to just work. Man, you know, some of us, Brother Barry doesn't mention this about can get through the other side. And if you listen to some, there's no other side. <laughs> we got to deal with this from now on, but whatever. Uh, it's just, I don't, I don't. I don't take time to listen to all that stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I just know who I'm trusting. And uh, that's, I, th that may be the best way to handle a lot of things. There's some things we may want to practice, like I told Brother Barry at that time with, with Braden. Hey, man, I wouldn't read all that mess. They're going to give you the negative report. They're going to give you the worst report. I mean, that's just human nature. I mean, if I was a physician, I'd tell you the worst. But, uh, but God, he, he doesn't have to do that. He can tell you the best because he's big enough to fulfill it. <laughs> regardless of the devil, regardless of us and our conditions and situations, he's a God that puts it all, amen, into action and put it in motion to make it come to pass. Amen. And so that's who we're trusting. And, you know, this falls right in line with our, our Psalms tonight, 125. Amen. Trusting the Lord. And you know what? We, this is what a time to put our trust in God. Amen. To keep us and protect us and guide us and lead us. Hallelujah. We need to be led by his spirit. We need to follow the orders. Amen. Good steps of good men ordered by the Lord. Amen. I want to hear the orders of the Lord. Amen. The world, the time that we're living in. Hallelujah. I want to be, I want to be sincere. I want to be honest. I want to be real. 
It's, 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 we're not trying to put on some Pentecostal facade. To, we're not trying to put on some, some Pentecostal front and, you know, uh, uh, things. Of, no, we want it real. All of this works together. Amen. The anointing of the singing, the anointing of the preaching, the anointing of the service. Amen. Right down, amen, to the place of bodies being healed and souls being lifted and people being delivered and miraculous things happen. That's all part of it. Amen. These are gifts of the Spirit. And Paul, amen, he made it a point. He didn't want us to come behind in none of these gifts. And so, you know what? I, I still believe him. But if Paul, the apostle, and the Gentiles didn't want us to come behind in one of his letters, neither does he want this local assembly. But he wants us to be gifted. Hallelujah. Amen. And the gifts to operate in this body of believers. And the time of need. Amen. The time of a miracle. The time of faith. The time of healing. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, there's a gift that comes with some of this. A time of wisdom and knowledge. Amen. Discernment. All of these are gifts that's given to the church. To what? Edify the church. To build up the church. And hallelujah. There's nothing more powerful than a spiritual church there's nothing more dead than a dead church but there's nothing more spiritual than a spiritual church that's on fire that's connected that understands or at least you know ain't got to understand everything but you got to understand enough that where I put my trust at where I've been persuaded amen that he's going to walk with us and he's going to see us through so as we really begin in our lesson tonight Psalms 125 they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion which cannot be removed. I'm part of something tonight that cannot be removed. I don't care what they're saying. They can pass all the laws they want to pass. They can stop all the praying they want to stop. They can put all kind of regulations they want to. But I'm a part of a church, amen, that cannot be stopped. That settles the issue as far as I'm concerned. Everybody else can say what they want to say and believe what they want to believe. But I believe, amen, as this psalm talks about it right here. As he talked about it as a mountain. He talked about it as a city. Hallelujah. This city is, amen, this city, you can't destroy this city. It's going to be a city, amen, that we're going to be a part of. It's going to be the city, amen, that Abraham was looking for. It's going to be the city that's going to come out of the heavens at John C. This city, amen, is going to survive. This city is going to cannot be removed. They try to destroy it, and you and I'd be shocked how many times, amen, Jerusalem's tried to be destroyed. But you know what? Jerusalem's still with us, and Jerusalem's going to be the city that's going to stand in the end time when all the other cities are burning up and coming to ashes. I'm telling you, the city of Jerusalem's going to survive. And so that's a type and a shadow unto you and I as a church of believers of God Almighty. We've got to make it through. We cannot be removed. I got somebody fighting my battles. I got somebody that surrounds me. I got somebody protect me, amen. The enemy cannot remove me and take me out. Hey, 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 hey. Hallelujah, not a disease, not a devil, not anything. Not until God gets ready. That settles the issue. That settles the issue. Regardless of what the winds blow, regardless of what they say, it's a done deal. There's some things you and I, as believers and followers of Jesus Christ, disciples of his word, <laughs> I'm not going to let them blow that down my pipe. I'm not going to let that affect me. I'm going to believe God. Now, I didn't say it would be without heartaches or troubles and trials. The city of Jerusalem has been attacked many a times. In fact, we'd probably be shocked how often the city of Jerusalem has been attacked and tore down. But she was always able 
to rebuild <laughs> and be reestablished because you can't remove it because God, amen, has chosen that city and God has put his name upon that city. And God has chosen that geographical location. And regardless of what the devil and all of his imps, regardless of how big the nations are, I don't care if they're China, I don't care if they're Russia, I don't care if they're the United States of America. I'm telling you, the city of Jerusalem is going to see herself through the times. And she's going to be victorious. And you and I and all nations are going to join, amen, into the city of Jerusalem. And just like the church, we're going to rule and reign as kings and priests. We're going to be victorious. Hallelujah. Regardless, amen, when God takes me out of here, I may suffer. I may cause me a few scars and a few battles. But I'm telling you, we're going to win. Regardless of what the score looks like tonight. Regardless of how you may feel tonight. We're on the winning side. I said we're on the winning side. This side is not going to lose. It doesn't matter what it may appear like and what kind of voices you're hearing out there from that world. I'm telling you, the church is triumphant. We didn't build on sinking sand. We didn't build on fables and ideas of being to man. This is built on the promises of God. That's the reason you've got to take some authority in your own home. There's a spirit that's trying to make some inroads. And you need to call on the name and use a power of prayer and true worship in your house and drive those spirits out. Put your trust in man. You can't put your trust in all the resources of man. But you can put your trust in God. You put your trust in the word and what it's instructed us here tonight. So as we look at this, and I, I don't think I'll be real lengthy. I really don't. Because the real heart of this, amen, is this first verse. Amen. Amen. They that trust the Lord. In all the trials, in all the tribulations, in all the different things that you and I may have to face, amen, in this world. I know one that's sitting on the circle of the earth. Sitting on the circle of this old world. I know one that's sitting in the heavens. And he's watching day in and day out. And he's not going to miss a thing. Not down to right down to each individual. Each local assembly. Or however it might be. And I'm telling you those that are faithful. And those that put their trust in God. God's going to work it out. God's going to make it happen. You can't dictate and control everybody else. But you can have something to do about your own heart. And your own mind. And your own prince of peace. Hallelujah. In the midst of the turmoils. And the heartaches and the troubles. And people that's fretting and worried. And staying up possibly at night. Wringing their hands. Hallelujah. If I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to walk the floors and pray. I'm not just going to wring my hands. And I'm not going to get on the internet and search for answers. Hallelujah. In, in some empty dead end roles. No, I'm going to do anything. I'm going to search out something about the church and search out something in the word of God. And I'm going to put my feet on something that's solid, that's unmovable, that's unchangeable, that the devil can't do nothing about it. Hallelujah. Death can't do nothing about it. I'm telling you, Jesus Christ has already defeated every enemy that may rise up against me. That it proves death. The reason we don't have to fret, worry about dying. Hallelujah, it's not the end of the conversation. It's not.
put off this old body to pick up a new one. But God's already paid the price. All I got to do is stand still. There's never been a time that we need to trust him. And we need to have confidence in him. Hallelujah. It's not a big time to be tossed, tossed. Hallelujah. With all that's going on. Hallelujah. Not even all the bickering, fighting among one another. Hallelujah. I'm not going to let it get me all riled up. That ain't nothing but side roads. That's nothing, amen, but the enemy. Getting people all worked up for things. Hallelujah. We are not even giving the time of the day. There's some things you and I need to do. Hallelujah. Like the good preacher done. When the end of the old devil come to the foot of his bed, he woke up, turned around, looked and seen. He said, oh, I just you, the devil. And rolled over and went back to sleep. Huh. What's the devil going to do about that? Huh. <laughs> God ain't going to let him wake you up. If you had enough confidence to roll over and look at him and say, hey, ain't nobody but the devil. I'm going back to sleep. Hallelujah. God take care of you. He's been taking care of you. See, all I'm bound to is the one called Jesus Christ. I'm not even a debtor to the fashion. I'm not a debtor to this world. I'm a debtor to the kingdom of God. Amen. As I walk upon this earth, I've got a hold of something great, man, that's greater than all the kingdoms of hell and all the kingdoms of darkness. And I'm not going to let them shake the kingdom of Satan on the inside of me. This kingdom is shaping us and molding us and equipping us. And I'm telling you on this Wednesday night, if we'll let this kingdom alive and let God be God in our own personal lives, in our own minds and abilities to reason, I don't have to understand everything to trust God. I don't have to. All I got to do is trust him. That he's going to see me through. That I'm going to finish the course. That I'm going to come to finish product amen that he selected and called us to be your chosen vessel each and every one of you that's ever experienced the holy ghost it's ever been washed in his name and buried in that lovely name you become a candidate amen a peculiar hallelujah vessel of god but you became a prize candidate for the enemy hallelujah shoot those fiery darts and try to to rob you amen try to get a hold of the soundness of your mind but god promised me the spirit of a sound mind god promised me a healthy mind i may not be as intelligent as others but that's all right hallelujah it's a far better than what it would have been if i didn't know who he was and i didn't have the baptism of the holy ghost if the lord had not been with us. Woo! If the Lord had not been with us last week, where would we be tonight? We wouldn't be in this house tonight. We would feel the Prince of Peace in this house tonight. We would feel the joy unspeakable full of glory. We would know what it is to really live. I'm talking about really live. So it's this trust I want to talk about just a little bit here tonight. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion. Which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. I'm glad we got hold of something tonight. Folks, it's going to be forever. There's no ending to this kingdom or government. Amen. Through Jesus Christ. Psalms 27 puts it this way. Some trust in chariots. And some in horses. But we shall remember what? The name of the Lord. 
David made it clear, amen, when he faced Goliath that night or afternoon or mid-morning, whatever time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whenever Goliath's bragging on his swords and spears and all of that good stuff. Hallelujah. David made it clear. I'm not coming to get you with sword and spear. I'm not coming to get you with man-made stuff. In fact, the king tried to put it on me. Hallelujah. But I hadn't tried and see if it's proven or not. Hallelujah. But I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how big the devil is. When you're serving the Lord of hosts, he can take one rock. That one rock, if you'll just get on the rock, if you'll just fall in love with the rock, if you'll just build your relationship on the rock, if you'll just pick up the rock and let the rock fight the battle. In the name of Jesus Christ, all power in heaven and earth is in this name, in this rock, and out of this rock that flow the living waters that gives us life and joy and all we need to make it through the journey. It's all in this rock. Hallelujah. There's not another rock. This rock is all by itself, but it don't need another. Every need, a man is supplied. Every, every desire can be supplied. But you got to put your trust in him. you got to put your confidence in him. you got to be persuaded. Hallelujah, God, if I'm pleasing you, it doesn't matter what I'm driving. It doesn't matter what I'm living in. It doesn't matter how, many, how much money i got in my back pocket. If I'm pleasing you, God, that's really all that matters. Hallelujah, if i got a lot of money, if I don't have no money. Hallelujah, I don't tell you what you can, whatever you can trust me with, God. That's what I want you to do. Hallelujah, because you know what? We want to buy some fields and we want to build some buildings. We want to build a school, amen, to raise our babies in. Hallelujah, they can get the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, it won't just be church time, but amen, right in the middle of class, a break out of the Holy Ghost. We will find you, God. We will pass rules and regulations and try to stop a prayer in the name of Jesus. We will stop the love and the power of grace, the graces of God Almighty. He's ready, amen. I'm telling you, we're going to be better than what we was. That's what we're going to do. When we get out the other side, we're going to be better than what we was at. God's goodness and grace and mercy. He's not going to fail us. We put our trust in him. We will not be removed. We put our trust in horses or chariots. Hallelujah. Praise God. Second Samuel talks about it. Said in 2 Samuel 10 and 18. Now understand. Boy, this is, this is some of the balance I asked God to help us about. <laughs> how to do this. How to handle this. Because some of these psalms and things you, you read is from David himself. But it was David. Amen. When you go to 2 Samuel 10 and 18. And he records there and says the Syrians fled before Israel. And David slew the men of 700 chariots of the Syrians. He slew them. So there is a balance that we got to get. There is a place that we got to get in all of this. And how we respond and how we handle things and respond to it. Amen. Not arrogant, not high-minded. Not as some front and some show. Amen. Some, some show like, man, hallelujah. Because we're just going to use certain names that will exempt us. I don't want to make the mistake that Israel made. They thought that they could just live any old way and take on any battles. And when they got in trouble, they thought they could just call on the ark. And the ark would come in. Even though it was ungodly men that was bringing the ark in. But it didn't work that way, did it? They still lost them. And they still, amen, was, was carried into captivity. Hallelujah. And even the ark was carried. But you know what? That didn't stop the power of God. That didn't stop the power, amen, to make sure their day gone didn't get no glory. To make sure their God didn't get no glory. Our God all by himself. Amen. And the whole world and march. Hallelujah. Was carried in there. And old day gone couldn't stay up. Let me tell you something. You preach truth, love truth. Hallelujah. 
you let truth rule in your reign and your mind, your heart, and your spirit, I tell you, there won't be no dig on God. Amen. They'll have to bow. They'll have to submit. They'll have to come out of subjection. I tell you why, because we got our trust in God. You go to Psalms 33. There are no kings saved by the multitude of a host. A mighty man is not delivered by his much strength. And horse is a vain thing for safety. You're going to see that term safety. You go to Proverbs 21 and 31. The horse is prepared against the day of battle. But safety is of the Lord. If you look up that word safety in the Hebrew, it actually means to rescue, to deliver. Amen. Or to bring victory. Hallelujah. The real safety. It wasn't in the horse. It was in the God that was riding the horse for. It won't be in our planes. It won't be in our, our military. And I pray for them and God respect them highly. But I'm telling you, without the favor and the mercies of God riding with us, even the good you know, United States of America, with its military abilities and powers, when God gets ready to carry us down, I tell you, he can raise up any little old nation over there and clean our plow. Oh, I know some of them. Ain't no way. Four others go over and whip every one of them. Not if God's not in it. God's against you. <laughs> if God's against you, who's going to help you to overcome it? Who are you going to counsel with? Where are you going to turn? Where are you going to find the power of the strength when it's all in the hands of God? The God that really all said and done is sovereign and controls it all. Even the evil spirits to put a lying tongue in the prophets to bring about his will and his desire. The God that walks, works in the darkness as well as in the light. A God that sees in the darkness as well as in the light. A God that knows the very intent and the thoughts of our heart. Even before we can frame the words. Amen. And so how are we going to counsel against him and more and overcome him? It's not going to happen. The best thing that you and I can do is to put our trust in the Lord. And the trust in the word of God. And let the word of God be the word of God. Hallelujah. And stay on the word. To establish ourselves on the word. If it's the word, regardless of what mom and dad and grandmas and grandpas and Everybody else is saying about it. It's the word of God. And I'm going to take it as God's word. And if God promised it to me, hallelujah, then I'm not going to let no man or no devil or no quickening spirits as unholy and unrighteous rob me of it. I'm going to tell you something. It's a promise that God wants to pour his spirit out upon all flesh. It's a promise to baptize all of us with the Holy Ghost. And if there's ever been a time we need an old-fashioned baptism of the Holy Ghost, it's now in this generation. And now could it be that God's conditioning the whole world? Hallelujah. Realize and understand there is a God. So, you can watch, mention the word safety there. <laughs> Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. Thank God for his mercy, his compassion, his long suffering, his grace. If you do a study on even miracles and healings, they're by his grace. For the very mention at the beginning of this service tonight. How that Jesus Christ, out of compassion, healed them all. And the best we can tell about the scriptures, they had nasty. him. But he, he flowed with compassion. You know, I believe God done certain things to try to display, try to reveal, try to help us understand how much he really cares and how much he really loves us. Amen. So it was times like that, how he really wants to touch us and heal us and bless us. Amen. But if he doesn't heal us, 
you made precious in the eyes of the Lord. It's the death of his saints. It's still precious. We got to leave here. We got to leave here. One way or another. Hallelujah. Everybody's probably got a preference. Like it or dislike. But really we're in the hands of God. I can tell you this much. As far as we can tell only one of the original disciples died a natural death. All the others, amen, gave their lives, shed their blood for the gospel and for the truth. You've got to put trust in God when you're willing, amen, to let them cut your head off. When you're willing to let, you, let them hang you upside down. When you're willing to let them saw you asunder, amen, for the gospel and for the truth. Hallelujah. I'm, I want to trust God. How about you? Look at the latter part of these verses. To deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. And to keep them alive in famine. Listen to what the psalmist is telling us here. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Thank God for the name. How many of you, amen, experienced a sudden, sudden, um, all of a sudden, but all you could do is say, Jesus! But that was more than enough! You didn't have to go through no series of nothing. Hello, but when you call on the name of Jesus, hello, the rescuer, amen, the deliverer, showed up on the scene instantly and spontaneously. Guess what? He already knew he was going to be there. He was just going to wonder how he was going to handle it. He was just going to see how he's going to respond to it. He's going to see whether or not you're going to pray about it or not. Oh, oh, look at here now. Hallelujah. So could it be that some of the episodes that we find ourselves in, God just see, let's see how they're going to respond to it. Let's see how they handle it. Let's see if they'll really get in a prayer closet and bombard heaven and get a hold of the master. Amen. To come down to their rescue. Amen. To come down and deliver them. Come down. Amen. And set them free. Hallelujah. And do a work for them on their behalf. Our trust is in him. Our trust is in him. Isaiah 31, 1 and 3. Woe to them that go to Egypt for help. Again, I pray for balance. I really do. God knows. I really appreciate individuals that, you know, the first thing, you know, they don't, they don't make. Well, I'm, I'm trying to be careful here. I'm not telling you not to make doctor calls and, and make and dial 911. But if all you do is make doctor calls and dial 911 and turn to man, and you don't bother to call your pastor, and you don't bother to call others in the church that you believe and got confidence in, and if you yourself don't lift up and call on the name of Jesus, then tell me what your actions are revealing. Because here's how you got to look at that. God, if you don't have mercy, the ambulance won't even make it to me. God, if you don't have mercy and grace and work on their behalf, I don't care how good the, med the medics are, the doctors are, and everybody else, and all their medicine. If you don't show us favor and mercy in it, it won't work. Because you can stop it all. It can work uh, for 10,000 times, and all of a sudden, kick! And they'll just, they'll just, I don't know, we're done. You know what we'll do? It must have been God's will. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Huh? But it's, it's true. So that's what I'm talking about. Trying to find the place of balance in this. And in warring and battling and struggling and dealing with society. <laughs> so you know what we're going to do? We're going to put our trust in God. Now, we're not going to put our trust in God that we think we can just live any old way, do any old way, and walk out in the middle of 57 on those yellow lines out there at the middle of the night and say, well, God's going to keep me. God's going to, 
And God sends two 18-wheelers. <laughs> it, it, well, it would be funny in a way. Two mirrors, I can see it. Spin you like a top in the middle of that road. I, 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 God would probably go... <laughs> It's a little comical, but, in it, but it's true, isn't it? Because sometimes you and I are prone to, to get in that. But God help us not to. We put our trust in you, but we would keep it in a place of balance and, and decent order. Huh. Place where, because look at the Carnage Church. They were spiritual. Some of them was real spiritual. All they ever done when they got there was speaking in tongues. When they was leaving, they were speaking in tongues. They didn't edify nobody. Didn't help nobody. They just caused a lot of confusion. They just caused all them unbelievers there saying, I believe that folks is a bunch of nuts. <laughs> it's in the book. <laughs> so we got to put our trust in God. The directions we take, the, the footsteps that we make, God's ordering them. That's the reason Peter could step out. Anybody with any reason, any saneness about him wouldn't have stepped out of the boat. But he stepped out. You know, we make the statement, he walked on water. No, he didn't. He walked on the word of Jesus. He walked by faith. You can't walk on water, but you walk by faith. Same way with us. When we trust God and we know it's the heart of God. Amen. The direction and what we're doing. Step out. You step out with confidence. You step out with faith. Hallelujah. That You know what? I heard your voice. It lines up to this. It's not contrary to this. It lines up with it. And since it's lined up with it, and I feel your, your, your spirit, your presence, and I'm walking in it. I'm going to accomplish it. I'm going to achieve it. I'm going to finish it. How many of you believe that God gave you the Holy Ghost so you'd go to heaven? How many of you believe that he's going to finish the journey for you? How many of you are persuaded tonight, I'm going to heaven? I'm going to heaven. You're a little hesitant on me here now. I'm going. I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how many heart attacks I'm going to have. I don't know how many wrecks I'm going to have. I don't know how many battles I have with cancer. I don't know how many battles I have with the devil. But I know one thing. Amen. I'm going to make it. We sing that song sometime. I got one more battle with the bad devil. That's true. It's the enemy, I'm telling you. You're precious. He wants your soul. He wants your victory. God's going to help us. God's going to keep us. I'm going to bypass some of this if you don't mind. Just for time's sake. Psalms 25 and 2 has told us that we should never be ashamed to trust the Lord. Don't be ashamed. Regardless of the outcome. Regardless of how the chips are falling. Let's trust God. We trust you, God. We prayed. We sought your face. We fasted. We've obeyed your word. And I'm not ashamed that I've trusted you. There's a lot more said there than what you think. Because see, he may not come and work in the method and the power that we desire. But we might by his grace, which is sufficient to help us to endure and accomplish and achieve the journey that we're on. 
And it may be there's a messenger from Satan that's buffing against us. But God didn't see fit to remove him. So I'm going to trust him. And I'm not ashamed that I'm trusting him. Go ahead and heal you from this or heal you from that. It's God's business. But I'm going to serve him anyway. I'm going to keep preaching. I'm going to keep singing. I'm going to keep doing whatever I'm called to do. I'm going to be faithful to the house of God. I'm going to be faithful to the service of God. I told somebody this week. Something I just felt impressed of the Lord. and Praying about it especially in the last two or three weeks. And, and the evangelist touched on it a little bit Sunday night. That's finding young couples and young people and young men and ladies. Huh. Wants to get established in the house of God. In a local assembly and in a community. They don't have to be a preacher. They don't have to get on the, in, in the pulpit. They don't have to have, to have some position. No. But I'm going to be a, a soul winner. Be a light barrier. I'm going to be a, a, a pillar in my community. Of serving God. Be faithful to a local assembly. I'm going to be faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. Even the men and women in my community can know they can call on me. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be faithful. Uh, some of you may not quite understand what I'm talking about there. I'm going to tell you something. Church is really not about entertainment. And songs, and the music, and the preaching. It's not about entertainment. Let's don't let Hollywood, and let's don't let the spirit of Hollywood disguise itself. Come creeping in. I'm more target than what you might think I am. But if we, we really learn, regardless of who we are, we come to entertain God and the Holy Ghost. And we're going to do everything we can. Whatever, whatever load of wood that we can put on the fire. Regardless of my family's name. Regardless of where we come from. Regardless of what position we're holding. When all of us comes together. I gave the Bible study this evening. It was in the book of Acts. And it talked about when they came together. And it talks about they all, all of them agreed together. Amen. In that sixth chapter, how they handled the widows. And they all agreed 100%. If you read it, a full 100% come together and agree together. And everybody became the same in the house of God. It didn't matter where you came from. It didn't matter what kind of pedigree you had. It didn't matter the color of your skin. This is our church. It's God's church. Amen. And we're going to join together and bind together because we're all trusting God to get us through. We're all trusting God to keep us. We're all trusting God. And we're worshiping this one true God. And we're to do it without isms and systems, but we got to join together, bind together, believe together, worship together, die together. Amen. We got to do it together. Right. I believe there's some results as you watch this. God's God's grace and mercy as we do this together. Trust in God. You're not ashamed to trust Him. Man, Bibles. Again, Psalms 34 and 22. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. 
shall to be to that trust him. Hear what he's saying there. Desolate. I decided to look it up. The primary sense it means to be left lonely. If you're trusting God and you're walking in the will of God, don't you let that lying spirit come to you and make you feel that you're all alone. That's a lie. You're not alone. God's with you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? If God's fighting your battles, if he's giving you the strength and energy, hey man, you're going to be victorious. Hallelujah. It may take a little while through the journey, but if you'll stay and trust God, God's going to work it all out. He knows exactly where you're at. He knows the desires of your heart, and he knows how to fulfill those desires. Hey man, if those desires are not right, if you'll let him and trust him, he'll change those desires and create the, create the desires in you. I'm telling you, he's the one that creates the desires. He creates the passions in us. He can put the thirst and hunger in us that we might fulfill the call, the election that's upon our personal lives. So as we trust him and rely upon him, there's no reason for us. Watch this. In different places, it says, Have mercy upon me, for I am desolate. In the Cuper, it means to be alone. She that is a widow indeed and desolate. This is the terms and places that you see it. In the sense of laid waste or destitute of inhabitation. Guess what? You and I has became what? Inhabitation for God to come and dwell. He's not interested in moving out. It's never his heartbeat to remove the cat. It'll be the last resource. It'll be because we was determined to fulfill our own passions and desires and do our own thing, not trusting him. And then he has to turn us over to a reprobate mind and to believe a lie. I promise you, that's not his will. So we do not have to feel like we're desolate. What's this? Even though we sing the song, even though you can't see it working. Even though you can't feel him. Look at Job. He didn't change God. All the searching and looking at that year to three years trial that he went through. Huh. Look at Thomas. For eight days. He didn't look for another group to get with. Just because he hadn't seen Jesus for himself. It's because he hadn't put his fingers in his side. But eight days later, guess what? Jesus shows up. What I'm telling you, you and I just trust God. God will show up. God's going to work it out. And watch this. That grave out there is not the end of it. I'm going to go back to our Sunday school lesson. Who won? Ahab and Naboth. Who was victorious? Who pleased God? Sometimes it may cost us our life. It may cost us our family. It may cost us all the money and all of our savings. We're still going to be the winners when the journey is over. Because we trusted God. I'm going to hurry. I'm going to bypass some things. I know my times. I didn't think it would take me that long to go through that. Let's go to the next verse. What's this? As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people. 
from henceforth even forever. The mountains that are around Jerusalem. Well, I understand Jerusalem's kind of on a hill and on a, um, itself, but yet from out of this, from the north, east, and west, the mountains are even higher than where you're surrounding. And so he, he talks about his protection. And so, now watch this. In the Bible, you're going to notice some things. Mountains, deserts, and the sea is where you see some of the greatest spiritual uh, battles and struggles take place in the Bible. Moses on the backside of a desert. Huh. You can watch Jonah cast into the sea. So what is he talking When he puts this mountain, he likens unto this city. He likens to these mountains. We'll tell you, God's going to protect us. And God's going to see us through. And we're just going to, we're going to do our best just to hold to his hand. And let God be the God that he desires. Without, without arrogance. Without high-mindedness. Hmm. Without that so-called sometimes Pentecostal pride. Oh no, I'm a nothing. Just his mercy and grace, his compassion. Not just by giving me the Holy Ghost, but how often since then. In every day of my life, as he works in our lives. I could have talked about that a little bit, but watch this. He protects us. Third verse, for the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous. Watch this, the rod. It's known as a staff, the rod. It's the, it's the means, the tool, the weapon that is used, amen, the arm, whatever, to, to apply punishment, amen, against somebody, okay? Now watch this, on the lot of the righteous. Lot here, if you do a study on that word lot, lot, you remember, lots was given to the Israelites, amen. Certain tribes are seeing their lot of land. And so, you know, they're not going to be able to park and get on your land and with the rod, amen, drive you off, amen, to overcome you. They got a lot of time and then they got to move, they got to go. So watch what he's saying here. For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the land or the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous do what? Put Forth his hand to iniquity. You go back and read of the history and watch Israel. As long as she was obedient to the Lord and kept his commandments and walked in his statues. They was victorious. They won battle after battle. Their vineyards and places, man, they enjoyed it to the best. But it's when they begin to cave in, give in, start worshiping other gods. Taking on passions and desires that was ungodly and unholy. I'm going to tell you something. Apostolics, if we're not careful, we'll let the world slip in on us. And we'll start grasping things, getting a hold of things. Beguiled. Deceive. Let's go all the way back to Eve. She was beguiled. She was tricked. The devil's going to do his best to try to trick us. He calls us to give our hands. The devil knows what stops the blessings of God in our lives. The devil knows what would tear down that hedge. The devil knows what would get us some out from under the shadow. 
Come on, fisherman. You know that old bass is laying under that old log there. That's just right, right, Louie. What do you do? I'm going to glue him out. I'm going to get him. You got the right lure. You know how to handle it. He don't even have to be real hungry. <laughs> Same way with them big old bucks. I sure eat a lot of people. <laughs> I sure eat a lot of people like to buy them little golden nuggets. Put it under them booger lights. And they shoot them boogers that's come out of their horns. Ain't that something? <laughs> Praise God. I could preach it all night without saying that, can't I? <laughs> Hallelujah. They know how to lure them out there. We got to get them out of the darkness. We got to lure them. Amen. Got to, got to, you can't shoot them unless you. And that's the same. That's what the devil does. That's the reason we have to watch. That's the reason some are concerned about what about the church? What kind of effect it's going to have on services? Are we going to cut back on services? Forever? I know there's times and reason if it hits here, we'll do the same. But, but until then. Now, I ain't telling all of you to go out there. You know, if you know two or three people got the corona, you go out there and hug on them. That's like, uh, I ain't going to say it. But there's certain things, other things, huh, it was considered unclean, and you weren't allowed to touch it. And it's amazing to me, as the scriptures have taught, that all it does for the unclean is to touch the unclean. You become unclean. That ain't, it takes a lot more than that to become clean, though. Touch not the iniquity. When, I'm, I'm, last, last couple of verses. Got about four minutes. Got to say this about the rest. There's a promise they won't stay there permanent. All right, watch this. The devil's going to try his best to make ways into your household. Okay? You can't, you're not going to stop all that. But you have the power and the authority with God in you that he doesn't have to come and take up residence and stay there. There's the difference. They're not going to rest. They're not going to stay there permanently. Same way spiritually. We're living, how many of you believe we're living in a world full of spirits? I mean, you believe that you can be bombarded by them. How many of you believe that can, some could connect themselves to you? How many of you believe that they could be handed down in families? Huh. So when you get the Holy Ghost and you start getting the Word of God, you could start dealing with some of this. You can make up in your mind, in your heart and spirit, we're going to defeat this. I'm going to preach a message sometime. I've, I got the title of it. got a couple of pages on it already. 
Driving out the darkness. Driving out the darkness. Because it's trying to consume us. It's trying to overwhelm us. It's trying to do as the song said last week. Swallow us up. But we're the city that's set on a hill. And we can't hide the light. <laughs> With a candle not put under the bushel. Not pushed off in the corner somewhere. But we're the candle that's put on the lampstand. To let the, all the world know there's still a way. There's still hope. There's still a God. That's reading is so important. Our conversation. Our life. Our lifestyle. Every day, day in and day out. At home and wherever we're at. So important. As we walk with God. Because we don't want the enemy come in. He's going he's to he's tempt. He's going to trial. He's going to try. You rub shoulders with this world and deal with them. Huh. You're going to encounter some things. But we're not going to let him rest. He's not going to stay there permanently. Do good. Fourth verse, O Lord, unto those that be good, and to them that are upright in their hearts. <laughs> Thank God. Who wants an upright heart? You can stand. I'm, I'm, I'm about through here. Upright. Do good. You know what? There are times you and I, we, that's what we ought to be praying. God, you know I've been faithful. God, you know I've, I've done my best. I've given my best. I need some help here. I'm dealing with a situation. I'm dealing with some circumstances. I'm, I'm battling some things here. Come on, read the prayers of David. Read some things in the, that he was exposed to. In times, of, you know, at times he felt like he was only one step away from death. But other times he would be praying and singing songs about how God was going to keep him and bring him through and he was going to be victorious. We all deal with these things. That's what these songs is about. The last one. I'm bypassing some things. I'd, I'd love to say a few things about that particular verse. Last verse. As for such as turn aside unto their crooked ways. There's probably going to be some. It's going to be turned aside with all this. The Lord shall lead them forth with the workers of iniquity. But peace, but peace be upon Israel. But peace can be upon the church. Folks, let's have peace. Let's have peace. Let's, let's put our trust in God. God, you're going to see us through. You're going to help us. You're not going to forsake us. You're not going to leave us. Not going to be desolate. The enemy is not going to stay permanent. Not, on, not in our grounds. Not in our homes. But God, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're not going to the crooked. You made it straight. We're going to stay straight. We're going to stay committed. We're going to stay sold out. We're not going to try to change things that you don't want us to change. But we're going to let you do the changing. Change my heart. Change my mind. Change my spirit. Change me, Lord. Mold me. Keep working on me, God. Keep working on us. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Hopefully, prayerfully, something was said out of this. few verses tonight. Who are you going to put your trust in? 
Not in chariots, not in horses. I had some more scriptures. One place it talked about, don't put your trust in man. Don't put your trust in kings. Don't put your trust in princes. These are men of great, great quality. Watch this. Another place it talked about the king. He put his trust in the Lord. Not in his military. Not in his skills. No, he put his trust in. That's what we got to do. Let's put our trust in God. He's going to see us through. He's going to make us the overcomers. We made overcomers by what? The word of our testimony. They ask you about it tomorrow. Say we're going to be victorious. By the help and grace of Jesus Christ. We're going to win. He's going to see us through. God bless you. Love it. Appreciate you. Consider yourself dismissed in the fear of the Lord. God bless you.